All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Jurassic Park 101 show. Today, or this episode, is a collab with the one and only host of the of a Suave Experience with DD. So, DD, you want to tell everyone what we're going to be talking about today? Well, I'm glad to be here once again. But what we're going to be talking today about today is specifically the draft picks that came out in 2019 and what we project them to do this upcoming season. All right, so that is correct. All right, so, you know, Kawhi, you live in Toronto, or you're, you're close to Toronto anyways, right? Outside the GTA. <laughs> so, what do you think? So, do you think Kawhi going to Clippers is a good move for the NBA? Uh, <clears throat> speaking for himself, for his family's sake, business-wise, it would be because now he's not going to be heavily as taxed over here. But for the NBA, it opens the floodgates for competition. If you went to the Lakers, it would have been a run. And basically, we know the winner every year, just like how we did when it was Golden State. All right, so for me, I think it's a great idea because, you know, before, with, before Toronto won and pulled up the upset with Golden State, it was usually, you know, and LeBron was in Cleveland. It was Cleveland and Golden State in the finals for four years in a row, right? And sports is always going to have that favorite team that are that are just favorites to win the whole thing, which it happens in every single league. You're going to have the favorites. But when it gets to the point where it's like, you know, a team has four all-stars or it's just a given that they're going to get to the league, to the finals, just like Golden State, I think it takes the fun out of basketball. Because I'd rather like mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it more when it's more of a debate who will get to the finals. Obviously, you're gonna have a favorite, even though there's no more super teams. But it's better who will win. You know, you have the Lakers and you have the Clippers, and then that are, if they yeah. win the Western Conference final, that's gonna be a great matchup or a great series, right? But now Kawhi ended the well. I mean, I don't think he ended the Warriors dynasty quite yet, but you know. Went to the Clippers. They have Paul George and Kawhi. Houston have Russell Westbrook and James Harden, and then Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis, right? And the Nets have KD and Kyrie. So, I think it's a lot more. You know, it's going to be a lot more competition in the league. You know, just overall, just okay. better matchups, right? I, mm-hmm. I would say for the West, for sure. For the East, it's pretty much the same. Minus, <clears throat> sorry, the Raptors, you can add Celtics, and we'll see what, actually, you never know, because uh, CP3 might go to the Heat with Jimmy Butler, so you might see something over there, and I think I'm missing one. Philly's still in it, so, and Milwaukee, of course, so we'll see what what's going to transpire this season. Uh, it looks pretty competitive. It's actually just as competitive as the NFL is right now or soccer UEFA. So we'll see. It's been a long time since we've seen it super competitive in the NBA until this year, until today. So do you think, what? how do you think Zion's going to perform? Do you think he'll be a bust or no? He got to lose some weight, in my opinion. If he loses a little bit of weight, maybe even a lot bit, he could sustain himself because... Like I said, the NBA will take bot- toll on your body, 82 regular season games, not including the playoffs. And you're dealing with 
constant wear and tear on the body, constant going down to the hole, banging against dudes who are your size or even bigger. And I don't think his frame suits him that well. He's kind of too big, in my opinion. Which, I mean, I'd agree. You have to agree because, you know, he hasn't even played in the NBA yet. And he's been, he's been injured twice in for Duke. And then he got hurt in the first, I think it was the first game of, of um, Summer League basketball. Right? So, I mean, I think he should cut it down to, like, at least, or the most, maybe 260 or something. Or maybe 250. Because... Yeah. If he can get skinnier, like he doesn't need, he doesn't need to be, doesn't even need to be like KD skinny. Like just get lose weight, keep that muscular build. He could, he, I can think, I think he'd be more, he could be more athletic maybe. But it'd be a shame for him to be a bust, considering that he's probably been the most hyped uh, number one pick since LeBron James. So, yeah. and I want to see him to his full capacity. So I hope he does lose weight. Does it become a boss? But what do you think about RJ Barrett and Jay Morant? Okay, John Morant, he's a straight dog. Um, forgot what game. He kind of reminds me of Jason Tatum and his skill set. And I would say that he is under the radar, and people are looking at what he can do with the Grizzlies. But as you can see, what he did for Murray State. He did bring them pretty far. He's pretty athletic, in my opinion. Um, uh, He's a good, he can handle the ball. He's a true scorer and he can play defense quite well. So I'd say for him, just to continue to work on his game, work on his playmaking ability because he plays point guard. So, but also what I'm reading right now is that he's very quick and shifty and explosive, which can help in this type of game where he can slice. So he can take that type of Russell Westbrook mentality mm-hmm. with him. But I think he's a better shooter than Russell. And in regard to RJ, I think RJ is actually better than Zion, in my opinion. So the Knicks picked up a good guy. He's going to lead them. He's like 6'7", around 220, I believe good weight no he's actually 202 so he's kind of like he might need to bulk up a little bit in my opinion but he's representing canada pretty well in third pick new york knicks the knickerbockers so we'll see what he can do i think in my opinion that he's gonna average probably like 20 points a game especially on the knicks because the best play second best player on the knicks is probably julius randall so <laughs> I think he can get <laughs> 20 points a game, get some dimes here and there, make his teammates better. And then the Knicks, if they have any brain cells left in their head, they could just get him some pieces. Nah, but for the Knicks franchise, like ever since, you know, they've been, like, been they've been terrible like my entire life. Like they've been bad. I mean, when they had Melo, you know, they did, they did, they went, they won the first round in the playoffs. I mean, that's, Right. Yeah. I mean, I saw right, I guess. But, like, for the most part, they've been terrible. Like, they stunk up the place, right? And with the um, free agency, you know, everyone thought, oh, KD, Kyrie is going to go to, you know, um, the Knicks, right? I thought that, too. Mm-hmm. Everyone did, right? I don't know about you, but I did. 
right? And I was like, oh, snap. Maybe the yeah. Knicks are going to, you know, they're going to do something this year, right? And then, you know, oh, yeah, Katie and Kyrie might go to Brooklyn, right? And it's like, oh, snap, <laughs> right? So you have the expectation yeah. of getting Zion Williamson, Katie, and Kyrie, and then you end up with Julius Randle. Julius Randle is not bad. Neither is RJ Barrett. Like, they're not bad, but I mean, KD and Kyrie and Zion, you know, that's a lot better, right? So, for this season, I think RJ would carry the team a bit because Julius Randle is pretty good mm-hmm. still, but I just don't see him being, you know, the main, the main guy in New York. And then... Nah, he's not. It's going to be RJ for now. And then... Okay, you know Taco Fall, the big guy, the seven foot six. How do you yeah. think he's gonna do in the NBA? Taco Fall from Purdue. No, no, no. Um, Central Florida. Was it Central Florida or Purdue? I, I think it was Central. But either way, either way, it's not that important what we went to. But I think he's gonna be pretty good. Like, pretty good. He's going to the Celtics, so we'll see what he can do. I think he can do pretty well um, playing with Kimba and those boys down there. I personally think that he, he would be a good fit. Uh, but the people who I'm really interested in right now are Kobe White for the Bulls, John Morant, like I said, with the Grizzly. I'm interested in seeing him. I'm interested of seeing RJ, Bull Bull, and Darius Garland, who's going to the Cavaliers. And I think Shaq, even Shaq said that Bull Bull was probably the number one, was the number one steal in the draft, yeah. which, I mean, you can see why he said that, because, you know, he can shoot the three. He's seven foot one. He has a, he's pretty athletic, he's kind of athletic. Right, so it's no surprise to why Shaq would say that. But then with Taco Fall, like at this point, the man with shoes on, he's like seven foot seven, right? Which that's yeah. ridiculous. Like you should see. Yeah. yeah. You was like, in summer league. Um, I don't really watch summer league. I just watch usually the highlights because for me, summer league doesn't yeah. really matter because it's preseason and I can't really dictate anything in the regular season. Right, so I watched the highlights, right, and you see Taco Four with Boston. He block, he can yeah. block, he can literally block everything that goes up. When they pass it in the ball, just throw the ball in the air. He'll get his hand on it because I think his wingspan is like, or when he stands up, it's like I think ten feet or something like that. Don't quote me on that. I'm, I think it's something around there, right? It's two it's two point five meters, which would be equivalent to. Because I'm 6'6", six, six, and my wingspan is, like, 6'9". So, it could probably be him, him being 7'7", seven, seven, could be, like, 8'7", maybe, or 7'10". See, that's, like, to grow to 7 foot, like, to grow that big is ridiculous. But, anyways, I think for a guy of his size, and he's, like, 310 pounds, he could run the floor pretty quickly and pretty well. Like when, you know, there's a turnover, for example, he can get to the other side pretty quick for someone of his size. And then, you know, he doesn't really need to jump mm-hmm. in the air to to dunk. So, and I think if Boston mm-hmm. 
do develop him properly, he could be a threat. Maybe an all-star in the future, but I don't think he'll be an all-star in his first season. Yeah. But maybe in his second or so on. Yeah. Right? So, okay. Do you think that James Harden and Russell Westbrook will work out for Houston? Well, that's what everyone are makes emotions or have mixed emotions because I feel kind of bad for Russ because he was very dedicated to OKC. But at the same time, he gets to go to Houston, which I think is probably a better CD than Oklahoma City. No offense to anybody who lives in Oklahoma. But for his market, then I'd say, yeah, um, he's close with James off the court, too. And they played together, so they have chemistry. It's just a matter of, at that time, Harden was off the bench. So we got to see what happens, and we have to see. I think it more or less has to do with what the coach does with them. Because I think they can play together. It's just about what system they're going to run. And if they run ISO, it's not going to work. So they would have to do... Russ brings up the ball and then just kicks it to Harden. And then you make Eric Gordon come off the bench. See, on social media, you know, they're all they're all happy. James Harden, Russ Westbrook, they're excited to play together, right? But at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to work. Because you have two guys that are usually are ball dominant on the respective teams. Before before Russell Westbrook came to Houston, it was Harden was the main man, even though Chris Paul was there, right? But and then Russell Westbrook on OKC, he was the main man. And for me, I think Russell Westbrook is more about his individual stat line than team success. Right? Okay. I mean, if the coach if Dan Tony can make it work. That those two would be lethal, right? But I, I mean, let's be honest. I don't think it would work out because you know they're happy now. Everything's great now. But what happens when they're one rebound away from getting the triple double? Then what? You know. But the thing is, Harden just wants to score. To be honest, and that's what he needs to do. So you gotta look at it this way. Russ will still get his stats because Harden really just needs to score and then get a few rebounds and then Russ is going to pass to get that triple-double and he only needs about 20 points. Same with Harden. We'll get you 20 to 30. And you just don't even have to play them at the same time too. So you can switch them at half and stuff. So I, in my opinion, I think it could work because they have chemistry already and they know how each other plays. And I think when... People say Russ is selfish. I think when it comes down to it, Russ would rather win than lose. And same with Harden. So they'll make it work. That's just what I think. They'll make it work. Like, in terms, like, people do say he's selfish, right? Which, I mean, I can understand why someone would say that. For me, like, he does get, like, he gets assists, right? Which. Mm-hmm. The thing is, people say that, oh, he only gets assists because he just wants... He, he passes the ball because he wants his players to score to give him assists, right? Which, I just think he's more about his individual stat line than team success in in Oklahoma. I don't know about, you know, Houston, but if they if they could make it work and put, you know, the Eagles aside and stuff like that, that could be a hell of a, a, hell of a duo right there. But... But back definitely, definitely. Well, okay, but did you hear about like you know Paul George and um, 
Doc Robert, Doc Rivers' daughter? No. Oh, snap. All right. So, I'm about to fill you in. So, for any of you guys okay. who don't know, Paul George was dating Doc Rivers' daughter, right? Paul George cheated on Doc Rivers' daughter with a stripper from Miami. And now, okay. Paul George is on the team that Doc Rivers is coaching. Mm-hmm. And do you think that's going to affect the chemistry on the team? Um, It should, but I think Doc is a pretty... Say he's a pretty professional dude. Um, if it was me, I don't know. <laughs> that kind of thing, because you're just messing with another person's daughter. But it's not even about messing with the daughter. His daughter is about messing with another human being and all that other stuff. But it could add some insult to injury because he messed with his daughter and now he has to coach him so uh, that could be pretty awkward in the locker room I'd say yeah that's <laughs> I mean it, hopefully because I want to see those two play together like I want to see the Clippers even though I'm not a Clippers fan but you know they have a good team right and I would rather have them play to their full capacity without any you know chemistry issues but mm-hmm. if, if Doc Rivers can put that aside and still be like, you know, a level-headed guy and be normal and pretend that stuff didn't happen, that'd be cool. Like, hats off to him for putting that aside because that's pretty, you know, that's pretty bad what he did to your daughter. But that's going to be interesting. That is going to be interesting. All right, so... I mean, here's a question, here's a question for you. What would you do in Doc Rivers' shoe? Oh, uh, well, for me... Um, obviously, you know, you wouldn't be so happy. You wouldn't be too happy. Like, let's be honest. You're not going to be, you know, all happy and stuff. But at the same time, basketball, whether you like it or not, is a business, right? And coaches get fired more than everybody, more than anybody else, right? So, I mean, if you want to be able to provide or bring in the money or the income and stuff, I think you would have to you know, put your differences aside because, you know, one year you're coaching, next minute you get fired and you're gone, right? So, if yeah. I was in Doc Rivers' shoes, uh, I would just put it, like, you want the team to success. You, you need to put the team first, right? Especially if you're the coach, you need to put the team over your own issues, which, I mean, I'd probably be able to do that, but... I mean, what you did, what's done is already done, right? You can't really change it. If yeah, I believe that people should get a second chance, right? People should be held up for what they did, like you know, for example, ten years ago. I'm not saying he did it ten years ago, but as an example, I don't think that should be able to like dictate the future or anything. I think you should be able to give people a second chance, right? But I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, you gotta put your own differences aside. So I think I'd be able to do that for the team, for the team's well-being. So, yeah, would you? Um, it's hard to say because it is looks difficult. 
from his end, but like you said, it perfectly. Um, it has to be business first, personal, personal side. Sometimes you just, you don't work with people that you like per se, but uh, in order to get the job done, you get the job done. But the thing with Doc, I heard in the past when he was in Boston, he worked with some players that he didn't like, and he got the job done. So I'll leave it at that. If I was him, I'd just do my job and clock out. That's it. Yeah, so, I mean, like, the thing, I don't remember if we talked about this in the last collab, but, like, if he, so he messes up, right? And the thing is, you know, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't hold him accountable forever. Even though what he did was bad, right? It, it was not good. Yeah. I do not condone what he did by no means, right? It was bad. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, you got to be able to forgive, I guess, even though it will be hard. That's going to be a hard yeah. one. You know, you just gotta do what's best for business and put, as you said, put your personal things aside. Aside, so, yeah. Before I wrap up this episode, what do you think about the Raptors? Where do you th- where do you think the Raptors are gonna go from now without without that all superstar on their team? Two and out. Huh? Two and out. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well. Two and out. We'll see if Siakam can become that superstar. But remember, he was leaning on Kawhi. So we have to see if he can, if the rest of the team can lean on him. So it's going to be... Because then you have to worry about Philly. And then when KD's injured, if he's the same KD that he was before the injury. I hope he is. About him and Kyrie. Yeah. And Kyrie's alright. Um, a lot of people don't like Kyrie anymore, but that's another story for another day. But I would say that the top two teams the Raptors have to worry about and hope they don't get in the first two rounds are the Celtics. Because I think the Celtics will be nasty this year. And I think since they got rid of Kyrie. And then since, and also Milwaukee. Gonna be nasty. In Milwaukee, I wish they got another like a high value mm-hmm. or high caliber caliber player. Yeah. Then they would be even more of a threat, right? Because the second best player on the team would be Chris Middleton. But Chris Middleton is not a Kevin Durant. He's not a Kyrie. If one of those guys went over there, like imagine it was Kyrie or not Kyrie and Giannis, but. Kevin and Giannis, or imagine if Boogie went down there too. So I'll be a girl. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be disgusting. And I'm pretty sure the Lakers got Boogie too. So yeah, they did. So yeah, so he's wide open this year for sure. So for me, like the Raptors, um, it depends. See if they face Philadelphia, they're gonna be out. Okay. They feel Milwaukee. I think they're gonna be out, right? Boston. I think they they'll be out. Like, I I I don't want them to lose, obviously. But the thing when we were in talks with Kawhi Leonard and stuff like that, and they're talking about will he resign or will he sign? I think they should have made offers or you know had a back had a plan B rather than putting all your chips into resigning Kawhi. I mean, if they if, yeah. if they got him back, bro, that that's good. That's perfect, right? But mm-hmm. they waited. They, so, they waited so long. He went. He left. He went to the Clippers, and now what do we do? 
Like, but they weren't gonna get him back anyways. Which, we already knew that. Exactly. So why couldn't they make any offers to anybody else? It's because nobody wants to come here, bro. Nobody. All the good players you get is either trade or uh, do draft picks. That's no. it. Nobody wants to come to Canada. I know, but yeah, but if the money is right, I think they'll. If you pay, if you're willing to pay them enough money, I think they'll still come to Canada mm-hmm. even if they don't like. It. Nah, brother, I don't believe that because yo, they offered the man like 190 mil. I mean, that's pretty good if you're asking me. Like, I'd go to Toronto just for 10 mil <laughs> to play basketball, <laughs> but. Exactly, but to put a ball in a basket for a living, I would do that. But all I'm trying to say is that the Americans, they look at it as if they're going overseas. Remember, we're looking at it as Canadians. This is our home. So we're used to everything here. We're used to the system. If we were to go over to the States, then we have to get in. Most of those guys in the States, they don't leave the States. They stay there. They would have to get a passport. They would have to get a different bank account. They would have to set up their school system here. They would have to get transfer over to um, the health system. They get heavily taxed over here as well. So there's multivariates that occur when they come over here. So that's why it doesn't look attractive. It's not to say that Toronto is not a great city. I believe it's the top 20 cities in the world, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm just saying from their perspective, from a long haul, it's not beneficial to them by any means. But I think, but still, man. For like, for example, if okay, see, I, it's rough, man. Because I just still think that maybe we could have traded some players, like yeah, just anything. Because at least when we had Demar Derozan, you know, yeah. We we got we got we did all right in the playoffs. We were like LeBron killed us, like he destroyed us every time. But you know, and now we have Kawhi. We win the title. If he stayed, we could have we could have defended it. You know, we maybe we could have won it again, right? You never, yeah, you never know. But I just say that can the Canadian market is not as big. Toronto is a good market for other things, other avenues like music, food, all these other stuff. Yeah. When it comes to sports, we're kind of wonky. We haven't really been consistently good since the 60s, or maybe if I want to push it in the 90s. But I think within the last three or four years, our teams have been subpar. Um, Argos are pretty good. Not right now, they're like 0-6, but the Blue Jays are getting better again. But I just think that look at it for, from your perspective right now. Would you rather live in LA or Toronto? And be honest with yourself. What sport am I playing? Is it? Is it, are you talking about sports or? Justin, we'll we'll go general first, and then we'll go we'll out of sport. Uh, like for right now, okay. Right now, if it had nothing to do with sports, I'd probably just stay in Toronto. Cause what? Uh, I don't need to move. Any, I don't need to move to LA. Like, I like I, I like Toronto, but you like it. But what do you think is better? <laughs> Let's be honest here. Okay, yeah, maybe LA, but you know. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say, like, I know that we obviously love Toronto because we both grew up around the area and it's a great city. 
but 365 days a year i'm choosing la every time first of all i like america better than canada since i was a kid and if you want to call me a sellout not you specifically but those who are listening to the show who are raised in canada by all means you can but but in my opinion i look at it in this sense i think that the la market is better there's more avenue for commercialism meaning that he can get multiple picks multiple avenue a lot of people did say that if he stayed in canada everybody in canada would flock to here okay that's cool that's fine that's dandy but look at it this way you go to la la has how many people right now probably 10 million and up people okay there's more black people in the states than there is the total population of canada if he just gets the black people alone to support him he's good enough if you go from there you're in la who lives in la all the youtubers that are not all of them but majority of the popular influencers on the internet and all of the hollywood stars who Basically, if they link up with him, can get him more notoriety internationally. So, with that said, I think that it, I, if I was him, I would pick, pick LA as well. I just think Toronto needs to do different things in order to get players to flock here. The closest thing I've heard is that um, they were going to trade for Westbrook and Paul George, but I heard oh, that yeah. was a rumor. And then uh, another thing is that he talked, Masai talked to Giannis. And that was just pretty much it. And Giannis said that he would consider when it's contract though. So it's hopeful. If Giannis gets there and plays with uh, Siakam, that's nasty right there. Yeah. MVP and um, most improved. So that'd be cool. If they get a jump shot, then <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, guys, we have come to the end of another Jurassic Park 101 show episode with the host of A Suave Experience with DD. So, DD, you want to plug your show in your social media? Of course. You guys already know. Been here before. So, say once, I'm saying again, the people's champ, the pretty boy Floyd. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty, but my name's not Floyd. So, let's go. We are on multiple social media platforms. So, here we go. You got me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Underscore DD the Suave Kid. That is underscore DD the Suave Kid. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you just want to chop it up, just hit me up on there. And also, just hit me up on the podcast, man. The podcast, a soft experience with your boy DD. Get it on Apple Music, not Apple Music, but Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, Google podcast so on and so forth soundcloud the whole nine we don't stop with the content for you we don't stop for your head talk the only time i stop is when i'm sick and um i've been i think i was sick a couple of times this year more than i would like to and sometimes you get busy with school but other than that we continue with the heat and i will give you a suave experience all right dd thank you for joining us once again so guys all right thank you for having me. no problem no problem all right, guys, so go check out his podcast as well. And, you know, guys, thank you for stopping by once again. You know, you guys can listen to this on Spotify, Google Podcast. Actually, no, just most of the platforms that he said. Anyways, right? Yeah. So, guys, thank you guys for stopping by. I hope you guys have a great weekend and peace. Enjoy your long weekend. We out of here. Later. <laughs> <laughs>